astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, we are going to talk about the sun, which this might sound familiar because we just talked about the progressed sun. Yes, we did. Yeah, um, but we're going to talk about the sun, and we're going to talk about what house it falls into in your chart. And the way I like to think about this is I want you to think of like a blank page in a coloring book, and that's like saying, I'm an Aquarius. Right, and then you start coloring that Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius in the twelfth house, and then you can color in like a little piece, and then, right? There's all these different layers to the chart that then gives us a full picture. Right. So we're talking about a circle, mm-hmm. and think about cutting a pie. Yep. And we're going to cut the pie into twelve pieces. So the twelfth house would be one wedge of pie. Correct. Right. Yep. The only difference is, I think, in this case, is that. If you get the twelfth piece of pie, or if you got the fifth piece of pie, they both taste the same, <laughs> right? <laughs> but in astrology, oh no, it paints a little bit different taste or flavor. Yes. For an individual. Yeah. So, should we say the most controversial part of this whole topic? Which I need to address it. <laughs> that the how the sun can change houses based on what system you're using. This is, this is the key point here. Houses are man-made. Correct. Man didn't make constellations, right? right? That type of thing. So, But the house system that you use in astrology is man-made. Yeah. And there's really about a dozen of them you can use. Correct. Now, most of them, it's not going to reinvent yourself. You're not going to move from all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a different, totally different sign. No. But it does affect uh, the placement, how the planets fall exactly in the chart. So again, it's not going to be major, but if we say, oh, we look at the chart one way and we go, oh, your sun is in the first house, then we use a different system. Yeah, sometimes we get the sun moves around a little bit, sometimes it's in the second. Yeah, and I think maybe it should be just noted that when we do astrology readings, we don't really put any significance on what we're going to talk about. You know what? I probably put more focus on the sign. Right. I put probably more focus on the fact that they're a Cancer, they're a Virgo, there's a Libra aspecting. But I do take somewhat into consideration sometimes the actual house placement as well. So it's a marriage. It's a marriage. Uh, And what a you know what a topic to talk off and say. Okay, we're going to talk about the sun and what house it's in in your chart. And another simple thing to throw in is, you know, the, the, the chart is a clock. So if you know you were born at noon, you know, it tells me your sun's going to be up there at the top. Like, think of a clock face. Oh, I must be, my sun must be in the 10th or maybe the late degrees of the 9th. If I was born at midnight, oh, my sun's going to be in that third house or around the cusp of the fourth house. Right. Right, there's actually a clock at work there. So that's one of the things. If you have an idea of where your 
Yeah, so I was born like early in the morning. Yes. So the sun was just coming up. So yes. my son's sitting in the 12th house. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah when you're on that six, that six, seven o'clock time, yeah, you're going to be right there hovering around the first or the 12th house. And 6 p.m. at night, your son's going to be in that seventh or sixth house. Yeah, that is something that we should maybe just bring up that with um, all the planned C-sections now yeah. for births yeah. that we are like eliminating <sighs> a lot of these like third house, fourth house, fifth house babies. Yes, we are. Uh, probably even first, yeah, maybe first house, second house, maybe all the way to the fifth house. That, and that's, that is really redirecting our world. Again, I don't know the stats for worldwide what's going on with C-sections, but certainly here in the States, and I'm assuming Canada and North America, I'm thinking, but yeah. I don't know that for a fact. Um, yeah, we are redefining those personal that those lower houses second third fourth fifth are very personal houses yeah they're about family think about that family <laughs> and close connections and if we're eliminating those people just by c-sections which mm-hmm. are done traditionally eight to five i'm thinking yeah. you know i'm sure there's emergency c-sections that go on at all hours but i mean the idea the bulk of our scheduled yes so it, that, there's something going on here. Starts then coloring society. Starts coloring what, society. That's a, <laughs> what people are. Boy, that's a value. topic in itself. But yeah. when it, you know, that's we didn't that's, come prepared talking no, about that. Did, I just that thought was, that that is something to, that just evolved. <laughs> but it is like when people send me their birth information that have, I'm gonna say older birth dates, but I'm talking about like you know 85 and mm-hmm. before that, like the pl- the times are all over the place. Mm-hmm. But any 90s birthdays that I come in, it's all you know. Nice little times at 9 a.m., yes. 10 a.m. Yes, yes, yes. 11 a.m., yeah. Exactly. Okay, so um, this is a great exercise for self-awareness. If you have seen your chart, if you um, have not, you can go on to just a free program, find out where your son is, and we're going to move through all 12 of the signs um, and give some examples of celebrities. Um, like we said before, just depending on what system that you follow their sons may move around a little bit so you know we might say oh this one has a first house and maybe you love this celebrity and you've studied their chart and you're thinking oh it's a second house it's probably just because we're using a different system but this is simply just to give you some insight as to how these energies and what we're actually going to talk about today is what motivates like if someone could say what motivates you what motivates you to get up in the morning what motivates you to get off the couch what motivates you in the workplace? That, that's kind of the question we're answering today. So if yeah. we started like, you know, if the sun was sitting in the first house, well, generally you're motivated for, to other people see your potential, right? You, mm-hmm. want, you want to be, uh, you know, a sun is like they want to be seen. Where you shine. Where you shine in life, yes. What you're aiming to become right and in the first house um, that is the idea of generally they are seeking applause or recognition or an article in the newspaper or being known as oh they're the funny one oh they're the smart one yeah I would think they'd also just want to be known as the best in their industry to be like the first one to do something. I think that's the key the first one set the pace role model pioneer yeah where are you going? Oh, I'm going out hiking this, you know, oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, tell me about it when you get back. That, that would be the a first house son would love to hear those words. Yeah. They might seem a little risky to other people as well. 
mm-hmm. like a little maybe erratic in their behavior, like, oh, I've never seen that before. You know, Bruce Lee, again, kind of a dated example, but, you know, martial arts, great example, mm-hmm. you know, really broke through in that area. That was, you know, that was a nothing area, I would say, in the general public's eyes until Bruce Lee came around yeah. and brought it, you know, for us to see, so. We also have Taylor Swift falling into the first house, so. Yeah, interesting. Needing a stage. Needing a stage, um, yeah. But I think, too, you know, she kind of shocks people how she just calls out all those men in her music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, she's like, I don't <laughs> I don't care, and she keeps doing it, mm-hmm. right? I think that's like that. Because when we think of first house, first house is Aries. So essentially yeah. what we're saying is, you know, her son is colored by some Aries qualities being in the first house. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, even though she she's not. a Sagittarius, mm-hmm. you know, it can seem, oh, that's like an Aries mm-hmm. colored Sagittarius. Yeah, no, she has a little bit of a bully pulpit almost. She has the power to write a song yeah. about, you know, betrayal or hurt feelings or something more personal yet. No, yeah, people joke like, well, don't break her heart because right, we we'll all exactly, know about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's yeah. the son in the first house. Okay, so when we move to the son in the second house. A different feel. Different, different feel. feel. You know, uh, we think of oftentimes they want to feel secure. Sometimes this can motivate people who want to make a lot of money. Need, and get, get this idea, need to make a lot of money. Yeah. We so, all think we want money, right? Of course. You know, I think I need another 10 grand, <laughs> right. you know, type of thing. <laughs> Until you have to do the work and then you're thinking, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm really yeah. very content. Yeah. Paris Hilton has her son in the second degree, or second house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen that documentary. I think it's on I YouTube. Haven't. I haven't. Um, well, she's retelling like her story, her past about how she was in all these very high-end schooling programs, and there was like a those reform school things. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of abuse happening. Um, but it was interesting because near the end of the documentary, they were like, I think they were interviewing her assistant, mm-hmm. and they were just talking about how she's such a workaholic, and she said like, I, I'm not going to stop working until like I'm a billionaire or something mm. like self-made. Wow. And I just thought. Well, that's, you know, I had never seen that side of her. And the people that right. I talked to that watched the documentary as well, they thought, wow, she showed a whole different side. She, like, admitted that that voice that she does is fake. And this is all a play just so she can be popular and make money. Wow. Yeah, I didn't, you know what, you just opened my eyes to that side of her. You know, because I think of the second house and I think of more traditional people like Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah. You know, who obviously... We applaud her just for being a woman and making that type of money, I think, or being savvy enough, but being motivated, driven. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because we say provide security, so we obviously do just always jump to money. Right, we do, But this is where people recognize their worth, right, where the sun is. Yes. And I think she's recognized her worth by providing a stage or an environment where other people can talk about their problems they can their stories right which i mean there can be security in that i guess of, maybe a safe place maybe i never thought about say, that yeah like, a safe place on stage yeah interesting and, but there's a big value thing too values run and i think elvis presley i'll throw him in just a real throwback mm-hmm. there he had a second house son and you know he, 
you know, and he was banned, you know, Ed Sullivan banned him visions from above the waist. They didn't want to see the swiveling hips on TV <laughs> on Sunday night. Yeah. You know, the idea there was a value place where there was some sense that maybe it was immoral what he was doing, yeah. suggestive. So the, you can run, the, you can push the parameters of a house. You can be the anti-house. Does that make sense? True, I see. Because it's a different value than what you're exposed to. Yeah. And they're pushing it. Well, when you think of second house, right, that's Taurus. So let's just think of uh, Paris Hilton. She's an Aquarius. Right. Okay. Okay. And then you layer that Taurus on it. Yeah. Oh, you love beauty. I mean, she said even in that documentary, she's like never worn a piece of clothing twice or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And she like sunglasses with everything. So I mean, just like that love of the beauty counter, love of the Mm. textures, the Mm. fabrics. Mm -hmm. So again, just another way to think about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we get to the third house, right? Um, so third house is going to be colored by Gemini. Just if anyone's, if they learn better that way, yes. Um, and they realize their potential and recognize their own worth when they are they satisfy that curiosity um, when they can convey knowledge to other people. I think I, the key thing is the word connect. If they connect can walk is, into a room. And all of a sudden, they can connect people together. That all of a sudden, they, they've got a little huddle of people around them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, those people who don't know each other well are laughing, joking, or talking about a common thing. That third house person has pulled people together, connected them. That's true. What, are, what were those toys? had a kids i'm gonna say oh, tinker connects. toys but connects connects, oh, connects. Yeah. yeah that would be okay that's what the word was connect. <laughs> okay but the idea of that is what the third house loves to do and they're generally very good with speaking talking knowing a little bit about everything yeah that'd be great for networking because they like to your point about the connections but i think they love making introductions too like oh, if they yeah. hear you say you like astrology, oh, oh, I have to go introduce you to someone mm-hmm. uh, because they said something earlier about astrology. Yeah. And they're, they're conduits. If you have a son in the third house, I want you to think of yourself as a pipe, like a pipe and your pipeline. What do you, what do you like to exchange between people? Is it recipes? You're always shifting recipes around, you know, or I just heard this. Is it gossip? Right? It couldn't be, oh, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be all positive, wholesome, I know. positive things. Yeah. You could be given the dirt. Like, I know the story on what everyone's doing. There is a little dark side to that son in the third house. And two famous people that, maybe even three, Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Stephen King, yep, great horror writer. And Jim Carrey, dark side. Dark I mean, some side. of those later movies he made were, I found a little difficult to watch because the dark side got, oh, oh yeah overwhelming in it yep yeah but that's that duality anyhow that's the sun in the third house that's, well i think a great example to maybe just go back to all the maybe very positive stuff we said about the connecting and stuff yes. this is walt disney's oh um, oh storyteller storyteller but yeah. think about like if you love disney mm-hmm. like i don't know like disneyland brings people together right, right? i mean it does yeah creates this like place of connections and mm-hmm even just all the swag that they have, like now you're kind of part of it. Part of the tribe, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Very interesting. Okay, we'll move to sun in the fourth. So we have to think of start coloring it by cancer then. You know, these people, I would think, love a sense of tradition, family. Yeah, and they're very protective, aren't they? They're trying to protect, look out for people. 
uh, kind of the anti-patriarchal figure would might be Marlon Brando, famous for being the godfather. Mm, okay, okay, great sense of That's, family, yeah. even though it was the dark side of it, but still, yeah, he was protecting the family, yeah. right? Protecting his children. Yep, that's yeah. You know, whatever he had to do to protect that tribe, that's what he was going to do. Yeah. So giving other people a sense of security, inner peace, Mm -hmm. bringing people together, I would think he'd put a great, um, a great value on the family, creating your own family. And and sometimes people with a son in the fourth house, fourth house is generally personal stuff. Like you don't know what happened in my house yesterday. You know, no one knows that unless I choose to tell them, oh, this is what happened. So I think an interesting example of this is Tina Turner, who didn't have to, but at some point she revealed all the domestic violence. She revealed her personal life. She revealed that which other people, the masses, did not know. Interesting. So that son in the fourth house, it's not compelled that they have to share their personal story about what's been going on. But they, when they do share it, boy, they can get into some pretty personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when we move to the sun in the fifth house, there's some fun optimism that comes into play here. <laughs> you know what? If you have your sun in the fifth house, just think of the word royalty. Okay. Because there's some sense of, and again, I'm going to say aristocracy, there's some sense that you are a little bit better than everybody else, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, more fun or more exciting to be with, or classic, the old cheerleader. Okay. The old cheerleader energy. I don't know what it's like today, but in the day, right, to be the cheerleader was a pretty sweet spot to be in, whether you're at the high school or collegiate level. But um, uh, we get people that really kind of set the tone here for what's fun. Yeah, I think fifth house, like these people would love to like go to part, like, that they would love like an excuse to get kind of dressed up yep. to go to something. The royal. Yep. And they the might royal. love like going to someone's house and like bringing something that they've cooked or something that people can hover around and share. Oh yeah. They can brag about, oh yeah, yeah I've got that, I got that ingredient from Whole Foods yeah. or I got <laughs> the ingredient from, you know, when I was in California, you know, something where they can, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So just a few celebrities, we think of uh, Kate Middleton. Yes. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. An artist. Yeah. Sorry. I, when I was reading it, I was thinking. <laughs> you, like um, you, you read it like you never heard of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of who I thought it was when I was saying I think, it. I bet you thought it was Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. That's, that's who I, I thought yeah. it was. <laughs> that's All exactly what I thought it was. And I was like, wait, I don't have an example. <laughs> You know, he, he expressed him. He had a style. These people generally have a sense of style about them. You have your son in the fifth house. And, you know, I cannot keep the Kardashians apart, but it's Chloe. This is Chloe Kardashian. Do you mm-hmm. know which one she is? I mean, I know which one she is, but I don't know anything about her. Oh, okay. Okay. Does she have a sense of style, I'm assuming? Yeah, I mean, she's she knows how to transform her look. Oh. Like, probably the most out of all of them. Okay. Um, which, But she was a slow... I don't know. Again, if late I'm bloomer. not a late bloomer okay. in regards to that. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, but I think the shocking one here is Marilyn Manson. You know, he, glam rock. So, again, sense of style. Oh, you know, the yeah. glam rock, the shock rock that he had. He got attention by, you know, just being so outrageous in his appearance. Well, yeah, I mean, we do talk about Fifth House provides entertainment. Yeah. You know, I mean, that 
this this can be the the, the your if you don't have formal entertainment at your party, you want a couple of these people. Yeah, you know, sometimes just their outfits can their provide. outfits, the way they walk in the room, yeah. where they just were, what they just did. They have some element of excitement to them. Yeah, well, I think too they have like they're willing to say things that maybe shock people, mm-hmm. and then just kind of they let it sit there, like. <laughs> Well, yeah, and sometimes they can have a sense of, well, doesn't everybody? Like, you yeah. know, well, you know, like they assume, well, hasn't everyone been to this spa? You know, so they can give you a little bit of feeling of inferiority. Sure. Right? They can yeah. convey that. Yep. So they really do have the need for to have their light shine. That's a real, a little bit of a spot. They carry their own spotlight with them, <laughs> right? <laughs> they do. They do. But it's they're okay. fun. They're fun. And oh, yeah. Of, you know, I'd like to work with someone like that. Uh, when we moved to son in the sixth house, I, would, I want to say like maybe they love to serve. Okay. Seen in the sixth house, but I, they also know how to want to like demonstrate their usefulness. Boy, like demonstrate like how their expertise. Expertise. Yeah. They want to show their expertise and how good they are at something. Yeah. I mean, we have some great um, celebrity examples for this. So Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah. I think of... Um, you know, they talk about the detail, how he... The design, how if the line wasn't quite right on something, he wanted it more compatible with a human hand, easier to hold, all that. Yeah, just visual. Like, really into the details. Dedicated to serving. I mean, yeah. how many people have an Apple... I mean, we're recording on an Apple product. I'm looking at an Apple product to look at my notes. Like Right. Yeah, to take the technology and make it attractive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Uh, we could think of John Lennon. Oh, and his writing of music. Yep. Right? A lot of depth in his lyrics, I would say. Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, the ultimate one is Michael Jackson. Okay. Because this is about the technique, mastering a technique. If you have a son of the sixth house, you generally don't do it just once. You think, okay, now I did it once. Okay, now I know what I'm doing. Now I'm going to go back and I'm going to make it better. And I'm going to make it better. I'm going to make it better. So mm-hmm. these people will drive you crazy if you work with them. Okay. Right? Because they're continually going back, refining, refining, refining. The rest of the team wants to move on. Okay, we did that. Now let's go on. to so No, no, let's take this and make it better yet. Yeah. Well, Michael Jackson, when you think of dancing and those moves and the, I don't know, the, obviously he's talented, but whatever it took to master that the hours well i also what is just coming to me so sixth house it's colored by the virgo yes energy and so snoop dog is in falls into the sixth house mm-hmm. and i mean obviously snoop dog an amazing lyric uh with lyrics he keeps doing it over and over again but think about who he's partnered with which is kind of in this unique combo is Martha oh, Stewart. Oh, Martha Stewart. Okay, I wonder of, where you were going to go yeah, with this. Sorry. Okay. When you think of the Virgo, you think of like food. Yes. Nutrition. Yes. And that yes. he's partnered with her and that it's been seemingly like, I know people go with it. You know what? That That's an, that's a very interesting combination. You're right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All these people I'm sure had very unique. I know John Lennon had some very unique uh, eating dietary, habits. Yeah. yeah. Dietary stuff. Yeah. Okay, when we move to Sun in the seventh, mm-hmm. okay, these people love collaboration. <laughs> yes, yes. Probably they do well, very well in partnerships. And that can be the audience as well, the idea that I'm doing this and you're my audience. Okay. It can, it can go that way in partnership. 
Okay. Think of uh, some school teachers, right? Son in the seventh house. Okay. Oh. That class shows up every day yeah. when things are normal, right? right. right. <laughs> and yeah. they're a part of a, there's a synergy, there's a collaborative thing going on in that classroom. Okay. So just I mean, the idea of the teamwork. The teamwork. The synergy. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some interesting ones for. <laughs> I mean, this is, yeah. we could go as simple as like LeBron James. Okay. He made yeah. his career in, on a team. Great seventh house um, energy. Yeah. yeah. We could go to someone like Diana, uh, Princess Diana, mm-hmm. um, where kind of in the end, she was like known because of the partnerships. She was known because of the partnerships. That, yeah. Yes. That, that's like, at the beginning. That's how we got to know her because, oh, she's hanging out with the royal family now. Yeah. But in the end, um, it's interesting. There's a whole topic here about a seventh son in the seventh house recognizes enemies, hmm. open enemies. These, they're not, they know who their enemies are, son in the seventh house. Well, in the end, that's where Diana's story went. Right. Now she knew who her enemies were. Yeah. Well, I think that goes back to what we were talking about when we were kind of in that second, third house, that it can go the extreme of the opposite. Right. So with, with partnerships and all these great, you know, connections, we also have to recognize people that are not our partners, which then the extreme of that would be the yeah, enemies. And that is, that's a very key in, interpretation of the seventh house. Open enemies. Mm-hmm. You know, when they show up in the party, you're now going to work together half of the room. You don't want to deal with that person. They're an open enemy. And, of course, we can go to the real extreme stories and of open enemies. And we have Charles Manson, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He really saw a lot of people as the enemies, the people, how bad these people were supposedly compared to him on the opposite side. Yeah. And, of course, we have Adolf Hitler yeah. coming in that well. So those are, those are extreme examples, which we don't like to dwell on those. But I think Diana, Princess Diana, is more of a softer one than we all can recognize we join a sorority and we're so happy to be in the sorority, yay, 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 yay. Then all of a sudden we realize, oh my God, these are my enemies. They, 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 they backstab me, they betray me, they gossip about me, yeah. right? Well, and maybe even Gwyneth Paltrow, and I don't know if I'm as well, like, know what, all that I need to know about her to talk about this. Yeah, but talked to her recently. <laughs> right. You lost touch with her. But right, she is an actress. Yes. But I feel like she's become more well known once she did the collaboration in like more of the beauty industry with that goop mm-hmm. line. Right. I think it's getting a little criticism for yes. many different reasons, but just that that's maybe where she saw more I don't want to say success, but maybe where she fit in more because of that right. teamwork, that collaboration. We can't also talk about Seventh House without talking about their love of beauty. Oh, absolutely. It can be over say. the top. Yes, yes. And, you know, Adolf Hitler loved the arts, music, performance. Yeah. He he was a great patron, and he was, I think, a piano player, wasn't he? I, I, don't I, know. I may be wrong about that. He was maybe violin. I don't know. He was, he was good. He was a good player, but not good enough to get into the whatever academy he applied for. Okay. But whatever. When we moved to Sun in the Eighth. Right. So we might think of some darker topics when we think of the eighth. This is going to be colored by Scorpio, but definitely intense emotions. Yeah. <laughs> they do well. They do well with that. You know, I always think of a party and like everyone's gabbing and then you look over in the corner and there's two people that you can see are in some intense conversation to the point that you feel like you just can't go over and sit down and join in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sense like 
don't go there, leave them their space. That's what we're talking about, where you kind of get intense with somebody. So anyone can do this. Sometimes you can, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, Eighth House has a, they excel at this. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that they would manage crises well. Mm -hmm. Maybe they go through some big transformations or tr big transitions during their life. Well, I think of Nelson Mandela would be a great example. I mean, talk about intensity, being in prison, being, you know, everything that he went through. Yeah. But he had a he had a motive, he had a reason, he had a cause, and he it was worth it in the end. I I, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I mean, it was worth it, but I mean, that's a terrible thing that he had to go through all that. Right. Um, and they can maybe even the idea of expose themselves with this eighth house, mm -hmm. yeah. because we think of the eighth house of like all the stuff that's lying beneath the surface. Yeah. So and the it, emotions, the the drama. We could even talk about actually exposing themselves so demi moore yeah was post nude yeah pregnant yeah on the cover of i can't remember the magazine but there she was yeah probably but, vogue i don't know guessing there but they go there they go there they express themselves so even like prince prince went there like you know i think the best example though is prince harry i don't you know, think i know they, enough about him Oh, you know, he left the royal family with... Uh, oh, okay, right? yep. You yep. know, that the I, am, I, am I saying his name? It's Prince Harry. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that, um, you know, he exposed this, what's going on in the family. True. You know, he exposed the crises that's going on in the family or the role or how everyone's being treated, the unfair, uh, who knows all that it's conveying, but yep. they do it. When we go to Son in the Ninth House, this is about... Um, expansion. This is about providing freedom, options. You know, I think that they're planning for things for the future, maybe even planning for things ahead of their time. Yeah, these are, in theory, if you have a son in the ninth house, you are a visionary on some level. Mm -hmm. You're talking a little bit ahead of the crowd. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is probably what I would say is the most famous one currently, son in the ninth house. Well, yeah. even MLK, I mean, oh, that's yeah. a more so yet classic one of just, you know, a big one for ahead of the crowd. Yeah. Projecting a future. And I, and again, I'm not trying to give Mark Zuckerberg that he saw the future. No. I think he stumbled into it. Yeah. In my personal opinion, yeah. he stumbled into it, not knowing where it was going to go, what was going to happen, but look what it's done. Right. Right. So even the idea of demonstrating like broad scale thinking you know, and I mean, what both MLK and Mark Zuckerberg, not to put them in the same category, but just, you know, they scaled it. Yeah. They scaled what other people maybe were were talking about or, or only thought about. Yeah. And, and probably MLK, I mean, just the miles he logged going around preaching his message, you know, the idea they go far. And mm -hmm. so we could go literally, oh, miles, they go yeah. miles and miles and miles, or the idea that they go far in life. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I think the other side of that is the belief system. Son in the Ninth House usually has a tendency to, to associate themselves with a belief system. Uh, Tom Cruise, another great example. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of the face of, of um, Scientology, right? Mm -hmm. The face of Scientology. There's, yeah. I mean, there's thousands. I mean, I don't know how many. Yeah. Tens of thousands of, you know, people in California that I'm sure are 
aligned with Scientology, and yet, who do I know? I know Tom Cruise. If you ask me, <laughs> yeah. you know, who's a Scientologist? Yeah. Oh, it's Tom Cruise. You get associated with the belief. Okay. And that other people can't go there. It's too far out there for them. When we move to Sun in the 10th, these people position themselves in life, that they have a well-defined position. They kind of make their mark on society with, I would think, I want to put character in there, but with mm-hmm. yeah, with something that they've accomplished that usually they're the face of. I know you just said face of in the last one, but you know yeah, they yeah. they're both at the ninth and tenth are both at the top of the chart, so it makes sense that we are seeing some more. These are generally very visible people. Yeah, people that hold office. Yeah, right. Even if it's your local bridge club, you know. Oh yeah, I'm 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 the host. I'm the organizer. They have a tendency to work themselves up to the top of the chain. Mm-hmm. And that, by the way, includes responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're not like uh, to get up the top so they can show off. Right. This is more like Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Work, 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 work. You know, so now you're the father of, you know, the whole body of knowledge. Uh, So we have some serious, I think Nostradamus, doesn't that fit well for someone who plans a roadmap? The idea of the 10th house is these people are trying to create stability in some area. Mm -hmm. So, um, or structure, or structure, right? And so here, Nostradamus, even though he didn't put dates on his work (laughs) as far as (laughs) what year, but the idea is he laid out a plan for people for eons, evidently. Yeah. Donald Trump falls into this category. Yeah. Um, Paul McCartney mm-hmm. and people that they put their stamp on the industry that they've been in. Yes. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. Um, when we move to Sun in the 11th house. Yeah. Now, th- that 11th house is very dynamic for mm-hmm. good or for bad. Okay. It's a very <laughs> dynamic house. And to be honest, if it's associated with success, and you know what? why it is? Because they know a lot of people. Yeah. I've oftentimes felt that you could go around and judge people by asking them, you know, if you could see how many contacts they have, how many people they feel comfortable to call up. Mm. And I think if you did that, you'll see that wealthy people have a ton of contacts. And poor people have a very limited circle of contacts. Mm. I yeah. think so. I think uh, wealth is attached to that eleventh house. If you can develop the contacts, if you have a friend in this business and that business, they call you up and or over lunch, you know, they mention something, they drop something casually. Oh my gosh! Oh, I did. wow! Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. So I think son in the third house or son in the eleventh house, you have contacts. Yeah. You are very much. Yeah. I think when we see the son in the eleventh house, um, they can shake up that mainstream thinking they do they They can shock other people with what they say with what they're doing um and with that though i mean because we think of shocking i don't think they're doing it to upset people but they're very innovative in their thinking yes there's a need for freedom there's a need to they they kind of they come out of the capricorn energy which has been one of structure and they're moving now they're in the 11th so they're more uranian and the uranian ones that loves to punch a hole in a wall, particularly a weak wall, one that isn't standing well anyhow. So we can think of Johnny Depp, we can think of Lady Gaga as kind of Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. He shook up the guitar world. You know, yeah. he, all of a sudden he played the guitar in a way that no one else had played it before. Right. Right? He shook everybody up. So did it make some people mad or jealous? Yeah. Right? 
well, yeah, you haven't seen it before. So there's not like a way that you have to react. <laughs> so some people are right. thinking, oh, this is brilliant. And some people are thinking, why would they disrespect that yes, industry like they, that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, think of Vladimir Putin. He's a son in the 11th house. You know, I think he's a personally a very scary figure. Just his yeah. look on his face, he looks quite in- intimidating. But son in the 11th house oftentimes leads a cause, leads a movement in a very um, extreme way. Again, yeah. this isn't the head of the PTA standing up. Right. You know, this is someone standing up that's saying, you know, I hate to use that a recent January 6th example, but, you know, when someone gets um, up and incites people to do something, or this yeah. is, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen to you. That is like, you know, that's the 11th house talking. Yeah, or it could be like someone um, with a vegan movement. Again, it's yes. not something that everyone's doing, and it right. could be like, what, are you, what yeah. are you doing? We have to throw Kim Kardashian in there as well in that 11th house. Yeah, so define, is she the one trying to be, trying to, or studying to become a lawyer? Yeah. In an untraditional manner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Would you well, say, I mean, I mean, and. Is that the 11th house, the unexpected The unexpected. Twist. Well, and she became popular for her sex tape. Yeah, sex is a big part of the 11th house. Yeah, I mean, again, that's a whole topic in itself. But um, this is one of the mysteries. The second, the fifth, the eighth, and the eleventh all have a sexual connotation as well. Sensual, sexual connotation. But the eleventh house can really bring out very edgy sexual thinking. Yeah, but I mean, I think, too, just the innovation, whether you like them or not. I mean, they've come out with clothing. They've come out with makeup. They've come out... I mean, they they have invented this, the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have yeah. TV shows. Um, so, and again, whether you love them or hate them, and that's the whole eleventh house thing is like, we don't know how to react because we've never seen anyone do that. Right. <laughs> okay, so the last one, then we move um, with into the sun in the twelfth house. Couple different things here. Right? Yeah. Because twelfth house is very secretive. It's like the basement of the chart, mm-hmm. and so we could. We can talk about wanting to spiritually assist others or wanting right. to help other people to give them aid, to give them therapeutic guidance. Yeah, medical. Oftentimes people with a, with an interest in hospitals or medicine, healing. Right, we'll have a son in the 12th house. Yeah. Um, I think that they maybe also might recognize where their freedom is being taken away or other people's freedom is taken away and they can be very sensitive to that. Very sensitive. Like, you know, oh my God, the cat can't go, can't go to the pound because they're going to maybe kill it. So I'm going to take the cat in now. Yeah. Very sensitive to that, what that cat might experience. Yeah. They don't know that they're fearful for, so then they'll take on the burden or the responsibility of caring for that cat. Yeah. Yeah. So very sensitive to like imprisonment. Very sensitive to that topic for people, but Plants, plants. species, right? Wanting to save the world from itself. Absolutely. Um, I think Meryl Streep as an actress is the ultimate son in the 12th house. How many, the diversity of the roles, everyone says how she can shift her face, you know, so to speak, and uh, play those wide variety of personalities. Very strong. Um, Can I bring up Joe Biden? Sure. Joe Biden. I mean, again, he's presenting himself uh, as this person who's going to kind of soothe our souls, right? right? Yep. I, I, and I personally now speaking, I do think he's very sincere, and that's what he would love to do, to soothe and make calm and reassure 
you know, uh, he's got a son in the 12th house. Right. So when we think about the son, like that's what we aim to be. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what, just even all the examples that we gave today, like that's Mm -hmm. what they're aiming to be. Are they perfect at it in all the cases that we gave? No, but that's what they're striving Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. in life. So that, I mean, that's a great example that you just gave about Joe Biden coming out and presenting himself as this is what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I have to, if I'm going to say Joe Biden, then I have to throw another woman's name in there. And that would be Hillary Clinton, Mm -hmm. son of the 12th house. Here's another side of it. Son of the 12th house can be very misunderstood. Yep. People don't understand. And it also goes back to the idea of people who represent imprisonment. They're they're caught. They're trapped. Mm -hmm. They can't get out of a certain persona. People see him a certain way. They can't, how do they break out of that way so that people could see me in a new light? Oh, yeah. You could even think of like actors that get um, typecast. Yeah. So yeah. just one that is recent because we're rewatching Dawson's Creek. But um, oh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> wow. No, I, it just, his, his actor, the actor's name escaped me. But, you know, I heard that after he did Dawson's Creek, it was really hard for him to land um, mm. other roles yeah, because he was always going to be Dawson. Like even just now, I can't even think of his actor's right, name, right? Yeah. But that, and I don't know, we don't have his name, but um, on here, but that could be a great help, great example of 12th house. Yeah. 12th house people do get imprisoned. They do. And they, uh, they can suffer some great grief in their life and some great tragedies in their life as well. Again, uh, uh, we know Joe Biden has had a few, few of them, obviously have been well published, but Mahatma Gandhi's in here as well. Difficult life. You know, yeah. doing something for the greater good, even if it's not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So anyhow, those are interesting. So there we go. We made it through the houses of astrology. So this is a little bit longer of an episode, but they're going to take longer when we go through all 12 of the signs. Yes, so. it, yeah, it does. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you learned something um, about your son, and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.